international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming out this morning, NDC Vice Chair who assaulted regional treasurer granted bill. NPP primaries are not on press supervised removal of my campaign posters. Hey Fort Sion. SDA Church is writing requesting a change in election date in Nusa Fusaini and at Tufosin's ambulance case, judge contemplates releasing passport to second accused. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Northern Regional Vice Chair of the National Democratic Congress, NDC, Alhaji Abdul Hamid, popularly known as Alhaji Bewa, has been granted bail following an overnight detention by the police. Party supporters who had gathered at the police station welcomed Chamang Bewa after his detention on Monday afternoon. Alhaji Bewa allegedly assaulted the NDC Northern Regional Treasurer Hajia Shamima Yakubu during a party executive meeting at the regional office. Chamang Bewa reported to the regional police headquarters in Tamale Monday, January 15, 2024, after he was declared wanted. Before his release, disgruntled members of the NDC in the Northern Region protested the arrest by locking up the party's regional office clad in red armbands the group stormed offices at the regional headquarters with woods and padlocks they further issued a warning to lock down ndc offices in tamale central tamale south tamale north and sanargo constituencies until the vice chairman was released from police custody arrested on january 15 the vice chairman faced accusations of assaulting the ndc regional treasurer hajia shamima during a regional executive meeting the incident left the treasurer visibly injured leading her to report to the police and seeking medical care meanwhile the ndc in a statement condemned the attack on the northern regional party treasurer now, the Chief Executive Office of the Ghana Library Authority, an NPP parliamentary aspirant for the Insawam Edwejiri, Hayford Siang, has accused incumbent MP Frank Anodompre of supervising the removal of his campaign posters. Siang claims that his supporters observed a member from the incumbent's party in the act of removing his poster, but their concerns were disregarded. A video circulating on social media further captures an individual purportedly from the incumbent MP's camp, physically assaulting a member of Sion's team who questioned him about the defacement of the campaign material. Sources from the media reports that bystanders had to step in to prevent the situation from escalating, highlighting the mounting tension between the two political camps. In an interview with the media, Hayford Sion emphasized that this incident marked the second occasion where the incumbent, along with his team, was allegedly involved in defacing his posters. Sion explained that the incumbent justified 
the removal by claiming ownership of the particular spot where the posters were displayed. Sian recounted, subsequently we went to paste the posters back at the same location and fortunately for them again, this time accompanied by the incumbent, he went with new guys. There was a confrontation and as you know, come was restored. Now to other stories, former member of parliament Inusa Fusaini has stated that the Seventh-day Adventist Church is not wrong in requesting a change in the election date of December 7, 2024. In an interview on Tuesday, January 16, he explained that Article 21C of the Constitution states that everyone has the right to freedom to worship, uh, practice religion, and manifest the same. The Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a strong case for an amendment to the 2024 December 7 election date, which falls on a Saturday. The church, in separate petitions first to the Electoral Commission, says the elections would have to be moved from the conventional December 7 because the date falls on Saturday, which will conflict with Sabbath, a holiday dedicated to the worship of God. The church says the first or second Tuesday would be more convenient to promote inclusive democracy. Additionally, the church is taking steps by sending another petition to the Attorney General and pushing for an amendment of the constitutional provisions which restrict the period of organizing parliamentary and presidential elections in Ghana. According to Mr. Fuseni, if government is interested in including the church in deciding who becomes the president of the country, their concerns ought to be taken seriously. Also, a member of Parliament's Christian Fellowship, Emmanuel Kwesi Bezra, has stated that Parliament is awaiting the Attorney General's advice on the SDA Church's request for an amendment to the December 7 date. The lawmaker said the petition has not come to Parliament's attention, adding that it is news to him. The whole West MP noted that although the December 7 date has been cast in stone, their petition ought to be given a listening ear for the country to decide giving their substantial membership. Private legal practitioner Martin Pebu has suggested that early voting be held for the church as it is done for the security agencies. This, he says, can be done if only the state would be willing to absolve the cost involved. According to him, the only problem we foresee in this option is that it will burden parties in opposition. Now, the judge presiding over the criminal trial against Minority Leader Dr. Kesol Latu forcing in two others, Justice Evia Sewa Asari Botri, says she is in a dilemma about whether the passport of the second accused person, Dr. Sylvester Anemana, should be released to him. The second accused, a former director at the Ministry of Health in December 2023, applied to the court to release his passport for medical reasons. However, the court is yet to make a decision as the judge is torn between refusing the application which may be detrimental to his health and granting aids which may affect the trial. Dr. Animana who is in a wheelchair is 
confirmed to be battling a serious illness that demands medical attention. The court is however worried that the case, which has reached a stage where cross-examination of the second accused is almost complete, will be further delayed if the application is granted. The judge, upon inputs from the parties, has in the interim adjourned the case to next week, January 23rd, to complete the cross-examination of the second accused before a decision is made on releasing the passport and the terms under which the passport should be released. Now to business, few customers can expect some relief at the pumps as diesel and liquefied petroleum gas LPG prices are set to decrease, making the second consecutive drop in January. This announcement comes from the Chamber of Petroleum Consumer Scopers and takes effect on Wednesday, January 17, 2024. Whilst the exact price adjustments are yet to be finalized, COPEC estimates a decline for both diesel and LPG due to a global drop in finished product prices. This positive trend becomes, despite a slight appreciation of the Ghanaian CD in recent weeks. Interestingly, petrol prices are expected to remain relatively stable, possibly with a minor upward adjustment of around 1%. COPEC Executive Secretary Duncan Amwa explained this dynamic by highlighting current international market trends. Straight to some sports, some supporters of the Black Stars in Ivory Coast who had previously threatened to return home due to unmet expectations have each received an amount of $400. The passionate supporters who were transported to Ivory Coast by the government of Ghana to chair the Black Stars at the ongoing Africa Cup of Nations on Monday, January 15, expressed their disappointment at the lack of coordination and support from the organizing bodies. Frustrated by the perceived neglect, the over 300 supported issued a collective threat to abandon their post and head back to Ghana. However, a journalist with the supporters confirmed to the media that officials engaged in negotiations with the disgruntled supporters after they threatened to expose the officials and return to Ghana. After rounds of discussions, all the disgruntled supporters were paid $400 each to address their concerns. As if all the supporters received $400, the journalist responded, I'm not aware, but what I know from some of the dwellers from other hotels is that they also receive $400 as those at the hotel I am received. Now, straight to some showbiz this morning, Afro dancehall musician Article One has said he has not lost his relevance in the Ghanaian music industry. Speaking to the media, he revealed that he took a break from music to re-establish himself to align with the industry's current growth. At a point in my life, I decided to sit back and rebrand Article One because there is a lot of money in music. I travel, I hear, and I see different stuff. It's a matter of time. I'm not dead yet and I won't die now. I just have to sit back, work properly, and put more effort into my craft, my creativity, and come back again, he said. Article 1 is currently promoting his new song titled Yeah Yeah, and that's how we draw cuttings. On the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio, log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, 
on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awin temi akan sukumai say thanks so much for making time good morning ghana talks radio ghana talks radio this is big ghana talks radio ghana talks radio this is big this is big